Okay, Bismillah, day six of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah. So let's begin. Jannat wa'adnin tajri min tahtiha l'anhar wa khalidina fiha wa jaza Gardens of lasting bliss, grace with flowing streams, and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And so that's why we're doing this series, because we want to purify ourselves to get the garden of flowing streams, inshallah. <coughs> Today we will be discussing some of the weaknesses which can affect our deeds, our self-development, and even our success. The first and greatest weakness is pride. Pride in the form of arrogance or boasting. Pride affects our development because all greatness belongs simply to Allah. Pride especially strikes people who are working on their self or trying to improve themselves spiritually, morally, and mentally. By observing one's own special self-development and improvement, you may start comparing yourself to society or other people, and Satan can play a part in inciting you to indulge in pride and arrogance, to think that you're like greater than everyone else. Another situation is when you're working on your self-development, your good morals and actions tend to stand out against others, and so you become conscious of like, whoa, I'm so much kinder than that person, or hmm, I know how... I know how to practice patience better than this person. But the thing is, you can fall into a trap that way, like a momentary lapse, and Satan has you in his grasp, and you've fallen into the path of arrogance. If someone mentions a fault of yours, you're so quick to retell them of your own achievements, and that can lead to pride. The thing is, we should remember that we are mere servants of Allah, and all greatness belongs to him. Only by his grace will we bless and able to succeed. Furthermore, we should be regularly soul-searching and re-evaluating our own qualities and characteristics with the aim to identify any lapses or shortcomings. And inshallah, if you do that, you shouldn't become susceptible to pride because you're constantly asking Allah for forgiveness for any of your shortcomings. Also, if you have any role models, that can help deter pride because it makes you aware of your own shortcomings that you may have or any qualities you need to work on regarding self-development. So just being able to have that role model to look up to, to be like, I want to be that person with those qualities, the person who's exhibiting so much patience in terms of tribulations and that sort of thing. So just that can help deter pride. SubhanAllah, you have the greatest example and reminder of what happened to someone so filled with pride and arrogance. And that is, yep, the devil. The devil refused to prostrate to Adam because of his own pride and arrogance, so he was abolished from heaven. There's also many verses in a hadith that are related to arrogance and pride. I'm only going to name one. For example, this one. It was narrated from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud that the Prophet wasallam said, No one who has an Adam's weight of arrogance in his heart will enter paradise. A man said, O Messenger of Allah, what if a man likes his clothes and his shoes to look good? He said, Allah is beautiful and loves beauty. Arrogance means rejecting the truth and looking down on people. And so this is just a reminder, like, no one who has an Adam's weight of arrogance in his heart will enter paradise. That's a scary thought to think about. We also have the verse, on the Day of Judgment, you will see those who lied about Allah with their faces gloomy. Is hell not a fitting home for the arrogant? Surah Al-Zumar, verse 60. 
Another weakness is showing off and seeking popularity. How so? Well, if you're doing something simply for the sake of fame or being publicly admired or applauded, that just negates your whole action. So you're doing an action just simply to show off. What's the point in doing the action? Because our belief in Allah and the Day of Judgment necessitates that the deeds we perform should only be for Allah's sake. And I've said this before, but sometimes we expect instant gratification. But even now more so in this world that is so technology-centered, people want to become famous, they want to have so many followers, they want to be admired and popular, and even then they want to post their good deeds on social media like, oh look, I just gave this homeless man $5 and look, he's going to go buy some shoes or that sort of thing. And so we actually need to remember that the only reward we should be expecting is from Allah. We often do an action and we're sincere about it at the beginning. But then when we start getting attention and admiration from others, this can sort of like lead us to doing the action for others. And therefore, we're no longer having that sincerity that we had at the beginning of doing that action. And so how can we resolve this weakness? We can do this by self-criticizing ourselves and reminding ourselves that other people's opinions don't matter. As hard as it is to just disregard other people's opinions, we should remember that only Allah matters, only his opinion, only his judgment. And so we can also negate this showing off by completing deeds secretly where no one but Allah knows about them. So just trying to do those deeds where no one knows about them can also negate this showing off because who's going to know if you do it secretly? So we have this, uh, these two verses in Surah Al-Kahf, verses 103 and 104. Say, O Prophet, shall we inform you of the who will lose the most deeds? They are those whose efforts are in vain in this worldly life, while they think they are doing good. And so you might think that you're doing these good deeds, but if you think about what your intentions were when you were doing those deeds, they might have been worldly based, so more for the humans, for the people, rather than for Allah. And so that's sort of as well scary to think about. So today's moment to reflect is to... It's almost been it's almost going to be a week of Ramadan. So I want you to reevaluate your actions this past week. What did you do good? Or what was were any of your actions or deeds a result of pride or showing off? Were your intentions skewed? So why were you fasting or who were you fasting or who why did you give that sadaqah? Was it because people were looking at you or was it because you were wanting to be admired? So that's the moment to reflect for today. And now it's dua time. Allahumma tahir qalbi min al-nifaq wa'amli min al-ri'a wa lisani min al-kadhb wa'ayni min al-khiyana fa innaka ta'alam khayinat al-a'ayun wa ma tukhfi al-sudur. Oh Allah, purify my heart from hypocrisy, my deeds from any kind of ri'a, showing off, my tongue from lying, and my eye from treachery. For indeed, you know the treachery of the eyes and what the hearts conceal. Also, Allahumma ajalni saburan wa ajalni shakuran wa ajalni fi aini sagiran wa fi aidunin nasi kabiran. O Allah, make me one who is most patient and make me grateful, and make me small in my own eyes but great in the eyes of others. Ameen. Um, Inshallah, we'll look at a few more weaknesses tomorrow, but for now, 
سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أستغفرك وأتوب إليك um, Obviously I'm going to end with the typical anything wrong or incorrect was from my own so forgive me for my shortcomings and all good is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh